Praise the Lord, precious people in Australia, and to everyone listening to the teachings of repentance and holiness on Eternity Podcast across the different nations. Firstly, we want to thank the Lord so much for opening up the heavens on the people in Lima, Peru, on the 28th of November 2018, so they too may also prepare in repentance and holiness and to enter into the kingdom of God. My name is Janine and I'm your host and welcome to Eternity Podcast. Today we are beginning a very powerful teaching called The Character of the Bride of Christ by Dr. Amish. There is so much to learn and to take away from this particular teaching. So make sure you have a pen, your Bible and a notebook ready. Let us listen. If there is anything we need at this hour, this is what we need to walk like Enoch walked. And in our Christian life, that is where we want to be. That is how we want to live. That decision that Enoch made, that enabled him to walk with the Lord. If there's any decision we want to make, that is it. That is it. It says that, in fact, I want you to write these things down. To walk with the Lord, we must repent every moment of our lives. Walk in repentance. Daily make resolutions consistent with the word of God. Agree with the Lord in everything that we do or say. Never look back. Change the way we have been living. Never forget that the Lord is with us and he's watching us. We must understand that working with the Lord is a process. And as part of that process, working with the Lord means working in his light. And working in the light of God means that he will show you the things that you need to change or we need to change. And that is called being led by the light or the spirit of God. Working with the Lord means that you are working in step with him. It also means that you don't look at what others are doing. Your focus is on the Lord and he alone is your goal and objective in life. It also means that you make a deliberate decision to, to stay away from sin. And the good news is this, that it is possible for us to walk with the Lord as Enoch walked with the Lord. Because we have the blood of Jesus to help us. And there is the grace of God for us to say no to sin. And yes, and yes to God. Return. In fact, we can start even now. We can start today. The good news is this, that at this moment, we can begin walking with the Lord. Who wants to walk with the Lord? It means that we want to hate sin and turn away from sin. Hallelujah. The secret to walking with God is to hate sin and to turn away from sin. And we were also told the importance of walking with God. It says that if you walk with the Lord, you will not see death. If we walk with the Lord, as Enoch walked with the Lord, and he was raptured, we also will be raptured. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My take home is this. It is possible to walk with the Lord. And I can begin even now. It's a firm resolution, a firm decision to turn away from sin and to watch and to make sure that you have turned away from sin and you do not allow sin into your life. We are at a point in time when we must walk with the Lord. May the Lord help us. Amen. Let us bow down our heads in prayer. Mighty Father, 
We thank you that you have brought us to yourself this afternoon, that you may prepare us for the eternal kingdom of Jehovah. Father, we are grateful to you and submit to your will and your purpose for our lives now. We ask, O oh Lord, that you, you will allow your word to triumph in our lives today also. That, Father, you allow your word, the dynamite power of your word, to overthrow every other kingdom in our lives. And that you allow your word to establish the kingdom of God in our hearts. Therefore, we ask, O oh Lord, Father, allow your word to come forth with tremendous power and authority. Grant us ears to hear, minds to understand, hearts to obey in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we bring this place under the full jurisdiction of the blood and the cross of Christ Jesus. And Father, we exalt the name that is above all names, the name Christ Jesus in this place. Have your way, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today we are going to talk about the character of the bride of Christ. The character of the church that enters into the kingdom of heaven. The identity of those who enter into the rapture of the church. And then we can compare our lives to the character of this bride and then we can make appropriate decisions. Hallelujah. In fact, our time is gone, but we are going to talk about very serious stuff. And I hope that we are patient to go to heaven, isn't it? Why should we talk about these things today? Why should we talk about the character of the bride of Christ or the, the church that enters into the kingdom of heaven? The first reason is that as we saw in the video, the stairs of heaven have been lowered. And we know what that means. Those of, I mean, those of us who have used airplane before, when the plane is about to board, they lower the stairs. Now you know that it is time to get on board. Because the next thing, the next thing that happens is that the stairs are lifted up and used to close the door. The stairs of heaven have been lowered. It is time for us to enter. In fact, you know what that means? Once the stairs have been lowered, it means that work on it. The next thing that will happen is that the stairs will be taken up. The second reason why we need to know the character of the, of the bride of Christ is that after the rapture of the church, there will be the tribulation and the great tribulation. The two actors in the great tribulation have already been lowered onto the earth. They are ready for action. And we know that the Lord always is on time, not too late or not too early. So if the Lord has brought the two witnesses who are going to play a major role during the tri tribulation and the great tribulation, let me tell you something. In fact, one of the greatest dangers of the life in which we are now is to become familiar with the message of the rapture. You can hear it so many times that when you hear it, it doesn't move you anymore. That will be a tragedy. It is only a matter of time and it shall not be long when the rapture will happen and the tribulation will start. In fact, now the only thing we are waiting for is for the rapture to happen. And it can happen any time. The Bible says something in Matthew chapter 25. It says, when the bridegroom tarried, they all fell asleep. The bridegroom is tarrying. He's delaying to give us the opportunity to enter into the kingdom of God. So let us, make, let us take advantage of the delay that we have now. A time is coming when it would have happened. 
May the Lord have mercy on us. The reason why we are talking about Enoch is that if we listen or we heed to the lesson of Enoch, we shall not see death. I'm talking about this death, that wickedness, that evil called hell or the lake of fire. The Lord doesn't want anyone he created to experience that everlasting damnation. And so he's doing everything possible, including revealing the two witnesses, his two witnesses, even ahead of time, so that we may know the time in which we are now. Enoch has a lot to teach us, as we have heard already, and we are going to hear again, because there's so much that we can learn from this man. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 5, verse 21. The life of Enoch is very interesting. Because the little that the Bible tells us, in, in fact, reveals that Enoch was an ordinary man like you and I. He had a wife. Did, we, did you hear me? He had a wife. He had children. He had to look after his children. He had to look after his wife. He had to look after his family. He had to go to work. And in the midst of all that, he walked with the Lord. What that tells us straight away is that we do not have an excuse. Anyway, there was, there's also something very significant I'll tell you later. But let's read from Genesis chapter 5, verse 21. It says, when Enoch was 65 years old, he became the father of Methuselah. Enoch walked in habitual fellowship with God 300 years after the birth of Methuselah and had other sons and daughters. The first thing we want to know is that it was his habit, and, and we heard it earlier on. That it wasn't something he was doing today and tomorrow he was doing a different thing. It was a constant, persistent work with the Lord. And he says that it was for 300 years. And after that, he was taken home. And the way he walked with the Lord, verse 24, it was in reverent fear and obedience. Reverent, reverent fear and obedience where we fear the Lord and we obey him. Where we hate sin and turn away from sin. In fact, you are not a Christian until you have turned away from sin. You, you can never enter into the kingdom of heaven until you have turned away from sin. In, so long as you are in sin, you do not fear God. In fact, you cannot love God and you hate God. And if you hate God, forget about walking with God. Those who want to walk with God must fear him and obey him. To fear God means to hate sin. Hallelujah. And when we hate sin, we are able to obey the Lord. The Bible says in Hebrews 11, verse 5 to 6, it says, By faith, Enoch was caught up and taken to heaven so that he would not have a glimpse of death. And he was not found because God had taken him. For even before he was taken, he received a testimony that he had walked with God and pleased him. If you listen carefully to that verse, the taking away of Enoch was similar to the rapture. A time came, Enoch disappeared, and people were looking for him. That is why the Bible says that he was not found, because God had taken him, which means that it was a sudden, unannounced event. The children were looking for Enoch, and they could not find him, because they did not know what, initially they did not know what had happened to him. The neighbors were looking for him, but they could not find him. But the Bible says, before he was taken, Everyone could see that he was working with God. And if your wife can see that you are working with God, then you are indeed working with God. If your husband can see that you are working with 
the Lord, then indeed you are working with the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Now the question we want to ask ourselves, the members of the church, do they see the leaders as working with the Lord? The leaders of the church, do they see the members as working with the Lord? What is your testimony? What are people saying about you? Are people saying that you are working with the Lord? Because to work with the Lord, people must testify to that. You understand what we are saying? That is a testimony that enabled Enoch to enter into the rapture. As we heard, we can start today. And it's important that we start today, otherwise we'll miss the rapture. Yesterday we were talking about blamelessness. There are places where we let the hair down, isn't it? And most of the time it is in our homes. Those who are very close to us, they know who we are. And we must have the testimony that we are working with the Lord with those who are close to us. That is what I'm saying. Verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever comes to God must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who seek him or who diligently seek him. So we get a definition of faith from the life of Enoch. And we say that you do not have faith unless you live as someone who believes that God exists. And we, earlier when we heard it, that you live as if God exists. And he's watching you. He's watching you. It says you must believe that God exists and he sees and he rewards all those who seriously and diligently seek him. And he says that such a way of living must show. It must be obvious to people around you that this person believes that there is God and that God sees him or sees her. He believes that or she believes that they are accountable to God. So that is what the Bible tells us. And we can glean the other aspects of Enoch's life from other scriptures. Genesis 2, 16 and 17. In that story, the Bible says, The Lord God commanded the man saying, you may surely eat of every tree of the garden. You know what the Lord was telling Enoch? He says that whether the tree is poisonous, bitter, whatever the tree is, he says you may surely eat of every tree in the garden. There was no tree that could have poisoned Adam. That is how much the Lord fortified Adam against any toxic tree or leaf or whatever. Adam could look at a tree and say, this one is beautiful, this one is big, this one is green, and I, I want to eat it and eat it. He was allowed to eat it. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. It says, without fail, without question, without doubt, without argument, it doesn't matter. In fact, you shall surely die. And we all know the story. So you can see that Adam willfully disobeyed God. So how did Enoch live differently from Adam? He lived a life of voluntary, willful obedience. And as we heard already, he was very intentional, very deliberate. Me, I choose to walk with the Lord. That is where it begins. Me, I choose to walk with the Lord. Willful means that he was determined to walk with the Lord. So much so that if you bring gossip, he says, uh, excuse me, I'm not interested in that one. 
He was not afraid to offend anyone to please God. He was not afraid to please anyone and to offend God. He was not ready to do that. Some of us, when we come to church, we dress differently. When we go to work, we wear trousers. Eh? You are joking. You are not working with the Lord. If you cannot decide for the Lord, if you want to please those who are going to hell, you go there with them. Obedience means that he agreed and complied with the word of God. And I like it when, 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 when Pastor Morin was saying that Enoch walked with the Lord for 300 years. We have started, we started working with the Lord four years ago. Some of us have given up already. Some of us are complaining. They are questioning. But 300 years, this man was faithful and consistent. Please, we will not have to do that for 300 years. Maybe two years, maybe three years, maybe four years. Maybe three years more, maximum. But we will not go 10 years. We will not go 20 years. We will not go 100 years. So please, it will not be long. It will not be long. Every sacrifice is worth it. You see, Enoch was firm in his opinion about the benefit of walking with the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 3, verse 2 to 4, it says, and the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden. But God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden. Neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, you shall not surely die. The woman did not use God's word, but the devil knew what God had said. Now the question is this, what was Eve doing speaking to the serpent. Some people want to go to heaven, but they are busy speaking to the devil. Do you think the devil will help you go to heaven? Every word that you hear has an effect upon your life. Even when you have forgotten it. The Bible, in fact, Jesus, Jesus said something specific. He said that the words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. The words that are not from God they are also spirit and they are death. What I mean by that is that the words that we hear, people go to school, they just read eh, books. When they have finished, they become doctors. The, the, the words ha have changed them. The words that lecturers, the teachers speak to them have changed them. What was Eve doing speaking to the devil? And we know that the devil hasn't got anything new, only lies. And this same lie is being recycled even now. The apostate church, the world, we know that they, they think that it's okay to, for them to do whatever they are doing. And they will still go to heaven. But the question for us is this. Are we also believing the old lie of the old serpent? That as for us, we can gossip and go to heaven. We can slander and go to heaven. We can fight and go to heaven. Are we also believing that lie? Are we also believing that lie? I hope not. I hope not. The Bible says that do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. Eve was busy fellowshipping with the devil. And as I said before, the words that she heard destroyed her before she sinned. Why do we say that? The Bible says 
So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and it, and it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, says she took of its fruit and ate. I want to point out two things. The first one is that no one forced Eve to eat it. After she has listened to the devil, she took it by herself and ate it by herself. Now, look, look at this. Look at what has happened. Before the devil came, because of the word of God, whenever Adam and Eve saw that tree, oh, they said, that is the tree of death. That one, we cannot eat it. It's not a good tree. That one will make us die. That one will make us die. But after hearing the words of the devil, look at the narrative now. That tree was good. This tree is now good for food. This is a delight to the eyes. All of a sudden, the tree has become beautiful because of the words of the devil. So, so you can see that Eve has already been corrupted. And the words that we take into our lives. Now, let me ask you a question. If Eve had not taken the tree, uh, the fruit there and then, what could have prevented her from taking it maybe one week later or two months later? Because now her perception has changed. So it was only a matter of time. You understand? She has agreed with the devil already and things have changed. So you can see that she, she sinned. Or, yes, she sinned before she ate the fruit. Because now, even before she took the fruit, she, she's agreed with the devil that God is telling a lie. She had crossed the line already. So some of us, the things that we watch in our homes, we have crossed the line already. The things that we have read, so, so, so when we are repenting, the books, the television, the magazines, the newspapers, whatever it is that you have read, some of them could have corrupted you already. So some of us, our friends, you know what happens. These days, I don't know. But when we came to Australia, the S word, the F word, I had never heard of them. But some Christians come to this nation, and before long, they are using those words. What happened? They heard it, they entered into their spirit, entered into their heart. Out of the abundance of their heart, the mouth speaks. The words that you listen to, the words that you hear, very careful. Be careful. That is why when you become a Christian, you are advised to separate from certain friends. You are advised to separate from certain people. Because words have power to change human beings. From death, they saw that it was beautiful, it was good for food, it was delight to the eye, it was to be desired to make one wise. But Enoch was fully occupied with fellowshipping with God that he had no time for the devil. That is the level of separation we are talking about. Please be careful with who you fellowship with. You can fellowship with the devil through the television. You can fellowship with demons through the television. You can fellowship with demons through magazines and anything where words, words, words are, words are exchanged. We must separate, please. You can see that Enoch kept himself from all those things. Hallelujah. One thing we, we can also learn from Enoch is that whilst Adam failed the test of obedience, Enoch was happy to obey. And the life of Adam and Enoch 
are very interesting contrast. What a powerful message and we are just getting started. Some takeaway from this message is that Enoch was firm about the benefits of walking with the Lord. So let us also be firm and choose to walk with the Lord and be determined to walk with him at all times. Let that be our decision. Another important takeaway from this teaching is that the lies of the devil are that you can lie, gossip and go to heaven. That's just one lie. Let us not listen to those lies and deceptions. If you are in a church and you are hearing those lies, run away for your life. We welcome you all to come visit or join us every Sunday at any of our various altars across Australia. Or you can visit our website at www.messianicministriesinc.org to find out a near location and address for each altar. You can also call 0430-041-735. You can listen to this teaching again and others on Eternity Podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, eternitypodcast.com and TuneIn Radio. Please stay tuned for part two of this teaching. May the Lord richly bless you and remember you.